this is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern and welcome to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply. Better Than Ever podcasters, Hannah Duncan here from the Dream Team. This week, we have something extra special for you. Recently, our HMBA graduate students were challenged to make 10K in 10 weeks. We had multiple students surpass this goal, and the winners will be featured at the HCI Live event this May and are in the running to win a fabulous prize. This week, we are meeting up with one of our finalists in the 10K and 10 Weeks Challenge to hear her story and find out how she did it. But before we begin, I wanted to start with a little clip from the event that inspired this amazing challenge. Talk about that. But the first thing I want to talk about is the purpose of a goal and the purpose of a bold money goal. Because I don't know if anyone here has the experience for a long time, I did not want to set goals because I was afraid I wouldn't hit them. And then I would feel like a failure. And I didn't like that feeling, so why set the goal in the first place? That's totally planning for disappointment, by the way. But that's what I did. Does anyone have that experience? Like, I don't wanna set a goal, what if I don't hit it? And one of my mentors early on, one of my coach uh, teachers, shared with me a, a framework about goals that I thought was great and I'd love to share with you guys. And that is this, that the reason you set the goal is because it drives you to take different action than you would have taken if you didn't set the goal. So let's say, for example, you're setting this goal of $10,000 and we're gonna give a 10-week time frame. And in that time frame, let's say you've never made a dime coaching, not a dime. And in that time frame, you go out and you make $5,200 as a coach. Are you, at the end of 10 weeks, disappointed? Do you feel like a failure? Because you made a massive leap because you, you were aiming at a particular goal and your actions, that goal drove what kind of action you took, which was totally different than you would have if you hadn't set the goal. And then you created a really tangible result that you're happy with. Who would be happy with making $5,200? Great, not everybody. So when you think about this as a goal, I want any kind of bold goal that you make for yourself to remember it's about driving you forward in a way you have not been driven forward before. Hannah Duncan here with Sarah Basaki. She is a health and transformational life coach and her business is Sarah Living Happy. She is one of our HMBA graduate students and she was able to successfully complete the 10K challenge. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I am excited to hear your story and we're excited to see you at the live event just coming up. Are you pumped to get up on stage? I am very pumped uh, to get on stage. And I think when you hear my story, you'll see why it's in a lot of ways, I think like just extra meaningful uh, just from one year ago. Um, the, the actually the symbolic value of being on stage is 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 pretty significant for me. 
We certainly can't wait to see you at the event. But for those listening, we'd love to hear, you know, what was your life like before the 10K challenge started? What was your business like? I think, I don't know if this is more appropriate for me, is actually looking at it life in a way before HMBA, which was not that long ago. It was just one year ago. I was a health coach. I had some clients, uh, but I played very small. Uh, I had many, many, many reservations about standing out from fear I'd come across as too judgmental, uh, feeling like if I advertised myself or talked about my health coach, that at best I would sound pushy, at worst I would sound sleazy, just had a lot of um, scarcity mindset issues when it came to asking for people to invest in themselves. And at the time I felt it was investing almost like in me. And just, it was really just um, kind of a very limited, narrow perspective of where I could go with my health coaching. And as I began HMBA grad, I really had faith in the program and I decided to really commit to it 100%. And for me, the program has been like having the most fabulous health coach at your disposal. You know, it's that, like, you know what we say in our, in the closing the deal. It's like I had the right information. I had the right support. I had the right accountability that I needed for the pieces to really come together. And they just really came together. And so I have been able to build a thriving coaching career that um, has really been so much more than I ever imagined. And the best part of it is I realized that it's just the beginning. And that for me is just, it's so beautiful. And it's not just beautiful for me, it's beautiful for everyone that hears it. Because I know if it's true for me, I know it's true for everyone who is after that, um, that life of purpose and truth. And so the 10k challenge I had um, previously made 10,000 in 10 weeks in the fall. So I knew it was possible. I, I began to challenge myself and push myself even further. So I really look at it pre-HMBA, but I use this challenge to further stretch myself and to further push myself. What was sort of the turning point for you in your business pre-10K challenge, pre-HMBA grad? Was there a defining moment that sort of brought you to say, you know, I think I need to further my education, I think I need that extra support? Or did you know that this was always the next step for you? I knew that coaching could be more. And the funny thing is when I was uh, enrolled in IIN, this is before BHC existed, I did one of the Carrie and Stacy's like deep dive. It was just one of the shorter things. And as I was listening to it and participating, I had this gut feeling like, wow, there is something here. I knew I had to finish IIN, so I said, okay, go ahead and finish that, and you're going to need to revisit this. And I finished IIN. I started coaching. Like I said, it was very small. To be honest, it was almost like a secret life. I didn't share with anybody in my daily life that I was a health coach. Like, I didn't talk about it. I didn't know how to talk about it. I was very, very almost secretive and quiet about it, and I knew that that didn't feel... Um, that was obviously that's not what I wanted. I did. I, I needed this to be part of who I was and to integrate it in all parts of my life. And so I 
I knew I had that in the back of my mind, revisit, revisit. And then I get the email uh, saying, hey, HCI Live is coming up and it's in Las Vegas. I live in Los Angeles. I thought, well, could this be any more convenient? This is great. Let's go. And at that moment that I decided to go, one of my sons had a major health crisis with a surge of puberty. He had panic attack issues that were very debilitating with sudden onset OCD. And the prior mommy in me was very much, well, you need to stay and be with your baby. I mean, you can't leave him. He's struggling. And that feeling that I got about needing to revisit what they had to offer, it wouldn't go away. So I explained to my son, I said, I need you to know that your dad is here for you too, that you can trust him. He wants to be here for you as well. So I'm going to look at this as a gift of time for you two to be together. And I went, I show up at this live event. I'm shy in groups. So I, it was stretching, just doing that, showing up where I, you know, I didn't know anybody. And it was like the words that they shared were the exact right words I needed to hear for where I was in my life. And the words that really stand out for me, you need to model your greatness so that those you love can model their own and that you need to hold a higher vision for somebody than they can hold for themselves until they can hold that vision for themselves. And it completely reframed how I looked at what was going on in my own life and what was going on for my son. And I was able to carry that momentum back with me. And it made me realize that I needed to sign up for the HMBA grad because I knew that whatever I was signing up for and investing in was not just for me, it was for the benefit of my family. Um, and so I did it. And I was pretty terrified because at the time, the investment, I thought I was scared about the money. Like, oh, that's so much money. And what I came to realize was I was scared of investing that much in myself. I was scared I wouldn't follow through. I was someone who had stayed pretty small and hidden. Why would I think that I would live up to this level of investment? But I made the decision I would, and I did. And I think that was just a giant turning point. And I am happy to say that the ripple effect absolutely spilled throughout my entire family. My son is thriving beyond belief. I could not ask for a more passionate, like 14 year old son. He's the whole process. He, he grew from it. He learned from it. He learned his triggers. He's been able to understand, um, how he basically how he works and is now able to live a life of purpose and passion. He's starting up businesses right and left. It's very exciting. And so it's now I realize that investment, that turning point, it was for me, it was for my family, and it is for every single person because now I am here to share that this is possible. And this abundance 
is there for everybody, uh, which is very different. I am no longer hiding. So let's talk about the first time that you made 10K. Yeah. Uh, so it really, the momentum really started just before the July retreat. Somebody wanted to practice the closing the deal conversation, wanted to practice how we talk to clients and and I had, since I had not gone to BHC, I had never been on that end of it. I had never had anybody. I had never been the recipient. And so as she was going through and I was answering the questions, I was, all I could think about was, this is so fabulous. This is so important. Wow. People who get to go through this are so lucky. And it really took it was the first time it took me out of the equation. I just got to experience the value of this process and I was blown away. And then right after I you know, did this little practice conversation, I, I had a real discovery session with a potential client. And I, for the first time, I just had no apprehension. I had no fears. It was just like, how lucky is this person that they're going to be able to be part of this? I'm so excited for them. I wasn't worried about my performance. I wasn't worried about the outcome. I was just so excited to provide the service. And at the end of it, when it came to the investment, I just shot out the number $3,000. And I was just like, wow, okay, that's a new number, but all right, that, that is what feels authentic to me right now. That sounds great. And without even blinking an eye, the person agreed. And that just changed everything for me. So that was probably like the second turning point in terms of um, how I approach closing the deal conversations. Uh, that discovery. It's so not closing the deal. It's so about the discovery session. I love it. Mine usually run two hours long. I want who I want that experience to be life-changing and memorable for people. Um, I get just as much out of it as as any as the client does. Um, and my success rate at uh, having clients agree drastically increased at that point. And I think, yeah, that's, that was really a huge thing. So I had a streak of several um, clients that signed on in a row that allowed me to get to 10,000 in 10 weeks at the $3,000. So you, you've hit your mark of 10K mm -hmm. in 10 weeks. The first mm -hmm. time this was pre-challenge, pre-challenge, um, and then you have you hear about the challenge that Carrie's put on for all yes. of the MBA grad students. What were your first thoughts? You've already accomplished this. Was this something you were like, "Oh, I've got this. It's easy," or were you still kind of in that new stages? Like you've only hit 10K once before. Were you nervous before it started? <laughs> I wasn't nervous because I wasn't going to do it. Um, what? So I wasn't because in December I was hired as a coach for, uh, Pedram Shojai's Urban Monk Academy. 
and they were hoping to enroll it in January, February. And I thought, oh, you know, I don't want to overwhelm myself. I better leave space for that. And for a few weeks in, I was just, and I was also having an email problem. So I wasn't getting like the, you know, inspirational 10K, 10 week emails. So it's just kind of off my radar. And I just, eh, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm saving my space for this other thing. And then I just had this huge aha moment where I went, hold on. This is my work, my purpose, my truth. I am not stopping this for saving space. Like this is my space. And so I was like, what am I thinking? No, 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 no. One, I don't want one opportunity to cancel out another. So I got started and um, I was lucky it happened. It started when I had two people were renewed for another 90 day program. So I started on solid ground because I had two, um, $3,000 clients renew to decide to do the program again. So I was like, okay. So at that point, it just felt really refreshing mm-hmm. to realize that nothing, there's nothing that needs to stop me from pursuing uh, my own coaching program. And so I felt on solid ground by the time I started, but I, but I did push myself and I did end up actually getting nervous, <laughs> but not at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So how late, how late into the 10 K challenge were you when you started? How many weeks into it were all the other students? Oh, I think probably about three weeks, three, four okay. weeks. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're about three weeks behind, but you've already got two renewed clients at the $3,000 Mm-hmm. point price point yeah. so that's that's pretty great starting yeah. off six thousand three weeks into the challenge um so even though you were behind it sounds like you were you were ahead so you still had another 4k to make mm-hmm. you had seven weeks to make it how did you get that 4k i ended up with um wait so yeah in 10 weeks you made I how much money Twenty two thousand eight hundred dollars Oh my goodness. That's amazing. It felt pretty good. Yeah. No (laughs) kidding. (laughs) Well, do share. So what happened after you had those two renewed? So after I had the two renewed, um, I got two, I'll say regular and that it was the, at the $3,000 price point. One of them was from a talk I had done in early January Uh, where she came back and inquired about a month later. And then another one was, so I, I just want to emphasize for me, remember how I said that I kept my coaching kind of secret and hidden and I didn't talk about it in real, in my real life with people I knew out and about, it was kind of like hush hush. So the most delicious irony (laughs) is that most of my clients I get from the interactions I have in my daily life. So I get um, clients, I've gotten clients at Trader Joe's in line um, and just regular conversations that are brought up uh, 
finding out that uh, someone's child is having digestive issues needs support on that. And so I support, I support the digestive issues. I support what's going on with the child, but the mom realizes how much she needs help and support through this process. I have the tools now to be able to listen and talk to people in a way that is so natural and authentic and I feel leads people to feel safe to invest in themselves. That is the beauty of it. So one of my clients initially after um, the two renewals, one was from a talk I had done and one was from, from daily life. And then speaking of daily life, I ended up with my first $10,000 client. And that was where I had fears and new things stir up for me. Uh, and it actually comes down to uh, the, the idea of pricing and how much it's, how much I charge, how much the investment is. And what I have realized is that money is so much more about energy and investment. And what I was finding, like what I noticed right away was that my, my clients that I charged $3,000 took the investment so much more seriously than people when I was charging $1,000. And so what I try to do is create that sweet spot. It needs to be a real stretch for somebody, a real symbol that they are investing in themselves. And for most people, I find 3000 really works well. It is attainable, and yet it's a real investment. Uh, this one particular $10,000 client, uh, I'm using the heart protocol with him. I'm very excited. It was the first time using one of the specific protocols. And I absolutely knew that 3000 for him, chump change that it wasn't really investment, that actually that would probably be a number, a disposable number for him. It wouldn't, it wasn't the right investment for him. And so I truly believe from a, from that, from that real intuitive place that 10,000 was that number for him. And so I did it. And I was shocked when well, what, you know what? I was shocked and I wasn't. Like, I'm shocked from that old mindset, like, can you believe this? But not shocked <laughs> in that my intuition told me this was the right number. Does that? Does that yeah, no, it does. Yeah, so it's amazing. <laughs> feeling, feeling both of those at the same time, but then turning that around, the, eight, the little 22,800, I went and turned it around and I, I have an $800 client. This is absolutely a financial stretch stretch for her. I believe in her commitment to this coaching. And I, and I just feel like I was given this gift of um, a 10,000 client that allowed me to be able to, with no apprehension at all, to offer an $800 uh, coaching 90-day program for her. And I am so grateful. She is, you know, it's one of those, those feelings that you're like, ah, I've been 
gifted this client for such a beautiful reason. Um, so I feel like that whole experience came full circle of just, so for me, it's that sweet spot. What's going to be the stretch? What's the right level of investment? Trusting your intuition. You say, yeah, I feel like, you know, so to be honest, like last year in Vegas, when everybody's talking, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit of the skeptic. I, the, the skeptic in me was just like, man, what Kool-Aid are they serving up? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is this real? <laughs> Hold on. Yet it was speaking to my soul, right? So it's that critter brain thing because it's speaking to my soul. Like they're here, they're saying what I needed to hear in that moment that was like life changing for me. And yet I'm still like, hold on, what kind of Kool-Aid? <laughs> just, um, letting go and trust, trusting that little intuitive part of you to shine through, um, makes such a difference for, you know, for me and the decisions I've made. And I feel like it has, it has, it's like that feeling that if you're on the right path, the right doors will open for you. And that's what this year has been like for me. It's been the I'm finally allowing myself to be free and open and on my right path. And because I'm doing so, I just feel like the right doors are now opening for me. And, you know, it's bringing up fears, old stuff. And I embrace all of that too. It's not like this hasn't it wasn't like this was just some magical thing. You know, I've really been working on the hard stuff. Why have I been blocking myself? Why have I been, you know, staying small? And that's been such a valuable process for me. What tips do you have for our community, our tribe, um, that are maybe in your position that you were in a year ago, you know, hiding from who they really are and what they really want to do, or, or maybe even aren't sure that this is the right path for them, or they're struggling to get a client. What would you say to them now that you're the person up on stage who is quote unquote drinking that Kool-Aid? And I'm drinking the, can I pass out some Kool-Aid? I'm, I'm going to pass out cups of Kool-Aid. I think it starts within yourself. So I think it's our job to live our most truthful authentic versions of ourselves. Um, I think it's so important that we continually invest in ourselves, to love ourselves, to set up conditions for, that allow for success, and to allow in possibilities and abundance. And by the way, I love those two words. They're my favorite words, possibilities and abundance. Oh my gosh, I think they're so beautiful. But then after that, I really, the tips I have is to do your best to get out of your own way. And so much of it is stopping with the self-consciousness. Um, we cannot help others achieve what they want out of their lives if we're hiding and silent in our own. And it really hit me that so much of what stopped me was my highly incorrect perception of what I thought people would think about me if I were to, you know, live out my, you'd think I was like living out some crazy life, you know, just living out my truth, which is quite simple. Um, 
you know, the, the things like, is she salesy? Is she sleazy? Is she pushing this healthy living crap on me? You know, that kind of, those very incorrect perceptions. And when we live by those incorrect perceptions, I feel like it just squashes and confuses our soul. And so what I now know, I now know how much my voice matters. And if my voice matters, I know your voice matters. I know everyone's voice matters. And I know that if we all join together and share and support, we will, and we all decide to unleash our message to the world so that it reaches all the people who need to hear it. So it just makes me very excited. I'm now I'm excited to share this whole process, all the work I've done, the little, there's that little piece that says, where are you going with this? And it really is about allowing people to live their most purposeful, creative, authentic lives and to live the example of what's possible to free everybody to do the same. I think I heard that message last year for a reason, to model my own greatness. So at the time it felt like it was for my son so that he could model his own. And I realize now every single person to model our greatness, to model our purpose, to model our most authentic selves so we can free the world to do the same. And it's probably the answer to global peace. <laughs> so <laughs> being on stage is very significant because all I could think about last year was who are these crazy people who would get on stage and share? And when I'd go to the smaller retreats, who are these people insane enough to be able to go on a hot seat? Like it just made me ill thinking about it. Uh, no, mm -mm. once I decided my message was meant to be shared, here I come stage. For me, the 10K challenge was very symbolic about letting go of the last pieces of the things that were holding me back. And I was afraid to be seen, and now I'm going to be on stage very soon. <laughs> so very soon too. Well, I am so happy for you and your transformation in, in a year. I mean, you were the person in the audience. Now you're the person on stage this year. And we're so excited and honored to share your story with our entire tribe. Uh, we just need to like, you know, capture that energy and swoosh. That's, that's my goal. What, whatever that energy is that's in that room needs to spread worldwide. That's just, that's the magic. Sarah, thank you again for, for joining us on the Better Than Ever podcast. And for those of you listening, if you would like to learn more about Sarah and Sarah Living Happy, you can go to www.sarahlivinghappy.com. And if you are joining us for the live event, you will get to see her up on stage telling her story as part of our 10K HMBA grad challenge. She is one of the participants and she is one of the finalists. She surpassed 10K. And what was that number again, Sarah, in 10 weeks you made? Ah, $22,800. Wow. Wow. She more than doubled the, the challenge. So uh, Sarah, again, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you at 
HCI Live. It is not too late to sign up for your seat. If you do want to join us and see Sarah on stage, just go to www.hcilive.com slash social. And Sarah, uh, any final thoughts before you become a superstar up on stage? <laughs> superstar. Uh, you know, I just, if there's any, for anyone who hasn't signed up, anyone who hasn't is nervous thinking about that last minute, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. If there's that tiny piece of you that says, I am meant to be there, you know what? Go, come. Uh, I am yet to meet a person who hasn't uh, thought that it was a life-changing experience. Absolutely. Come on over. <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid with come, us. Come have some Kool-Aid. <laughs> bring, your, bring your skeptical little brain and we'll pass out some Kool-Aid. <laughs> Oh, well, great. Well, Sarah, thank you again. And uh, we'll see you super soon. <laughs> thank you so much, Hannah. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear. 